hi and welcome to the Bruntwood podcast. We're here today with our head of talent, Maddie Burns Hunt. Hello. Hello. Um, and we're going to be talking about the power of learning and personal development. Mm. So we all think of learning as something that we do in a classroom at school. You might remember maths classes that you hated and art classes that you loved or the other way around. Um, but I that's maths. Did you? I, I was good at maths, maths but I didn't love it. Um, <laughs> But that's pretty much where it stops for most of us. Or is it, Maddie? I definitely would disagree with that. Yeah, I think for me, um, learning as an adult is that kind of constant curiosity and that constant pursuit of knowledge. It doesn't always have to come in that classroom form or that real sort of formal structured learning. I suppose that continuous learning mindset is about always seeking out new information and knowledge wherever you possibly can and just seeing those opportunities to to learn something new in the everyday. I think that's like so true isn't it a lot of people will just be like oh I'm not in a classroom so I'm not learning anything whereas actually yeah you probably every time you read an article every time you're watching a Netflix documentary you're learning something. Yeah and I think it's something that can help us to think about when we're learning is just at the end of the day, stopping and reflecting. Mm-hmm. I think we're all so busy and so focused on what's the next thing, what's the next thing, moving on really quickly to the next thing. But learning is actually also just about stopping and reflecting and thinking, right, how did that work? Mm-hmm. Could we have done that differently? Um, you know, just reviewing things and, and just thinking back, how can we how can we improve and how can we do better next time? Which really should be part of our everyday working lives anyway. Um, so you would think... That we're constantly learning anyway mm. it's just yeah it's just so important to kind of help us move on and sometimes like if you've had something go really wrong it's just a good way of kind of reflecting and, and moving on from that isn't it so what do you think are the benefits we've kind of spoken about like how you learn continuously but why why what are the benefits of it i think there's lots of different benefits i think from a personal perspective um learning boosts our confidence it makes us feel more sort of aware of and confident in our abilities I think it um it makes us feel that sense of purpose and accomplishment when we learn something new it's kind of like a natural endorphin boost when you feel that pride of right I've I've nailed that now I can I can do that thing that I couldn't do before so I think personally it gives us a lot of a lot of um you know a lot of motivation and then professionally obviously we don't it's quite obvious how learning is is good professionally because it keeps your skills up to date it makes sure that you're kind of ahead of the curve and in new trends and competition and helps you progress your career really through kind of learning new things and then putting them in practice in the workplace Mm. so when there's all these positives to learning um it can often still go on the back burner and obviously when we're so time poor we're all so busy with or regular working tasks and personal lives and things like that. How do you think colleagues can prioritise learning? How can they build that into the, their lives on a daily basis? Well, I think nothing ever happens by accident. And so if you really want to prioritise learning, you have to be quite purposeful about it. And it doesn't mean committing hours and hours to anything. I think, like you said, Hannah, just reading an article you know, watching a quick video, all of those things are learning. And if we're purposeful about it, if we dedicate some time, you know, five minutes before you check your emails in the morning or last last thing before you log out um, or over lunch, you know, 
watching a video on your phone whilst you're eating your lunch, all of those things are learning. And I think if we are purposeful and put that time aside, we can make it happen. And I think also a good thing to do is is find the learning that works for you. Um, because if, it, if you connect to it and whatever you're learning about resonates with you, you're more likely to actually want to do it. You know, we've all got, you know, things that we have to do and we know that they go on the back burner if we don't enjoy them. So find the thing that you enjoy and roll with that and see where that goes. I was going to ask actually, like, how do you identify? Because we're talking about just learning as a concept currently, but obviously there is also this kind of professional development side of learning, but then, you know, is it like learning a language or how do you kind of identify what you want to learn probably for personal development is there any way of looking at that and yeah I think well there's loads of different there's loads of different <laughs> ways to learn and I suppose there's there's lots of good questionnaires that you can take online to find out your learning styles there's there's definitely um competing opinions in the learning industry about how accurate and effective those are so you can take them with a pinch of salt but I think sometimes they can show you which styles are more preferential for you so for example some people would prefer to sit and shadow or you know show me this let's look at it together show me this then I feel like I've learned it for example some people would prefer to read through something and read about the theory and the concepts behind something before they try something in practice so I would just say try out every every approach until you find the one that lands best for you and the one that kind of works Mm -hmm. and how about you how do you learn I am a try it and see kind of person so um I do like to read and I do like to watch videos but I am also quite easily distracted so if I'm physically or actively engaged in doing something I'm a lot more likely to to kind of learn something from it I'm I'm you know if I get an Ikea set of drawers I'm not reading the instructions first (laughs) I just start picking up pieces and having a go I mean that does sometimes mean I have to rebuild it so perhaps I should have read the instructions first um but no and I think another really great way to learn and one a great way that we see a lot in the business already is through that social learning and that peer learning we've all got so many skills already that we can share with each other just through kind of noticing things asking for help you know giving feedback asking for feedback I think there's a lot we can all learn from each other as well Mm. and how do you kind of identify the areas that you need to develop I know you would kind of have a conversation maybe with peers or your managers when you're objective setting but yeah like you know you could just be like well yeah I'm fine I don't need to learn anything just keep going yeah that's a very good question I think a lot of people struggle with this I've struggled with this in the past as well there's lots of different ways you can do this. One really good way is asking for feedback because other people's perspectives of you are often very different or sometimes they confirm what you might already know. So I'd say if you're stuck for what your development areas are or what you should be learning, ask your colleagues and your peers and your manager. You can do that on Calidus or just however you know however is easiest for you, just drop an email or, or whatever. That will probably highlight some things that you then want to explore a bit further so somebody might say, um, work on your presentation skills a bit more when you're presenting to the rest of the team. That doesn't really give you everything you need yet. You'll still need to go and dig into that a bit more and find out, okay, so what is it? Is it my communication style in particular? Is it a body language thing? Is it to do with the way that I'm constructing the messages? And that way you can then kind of hone in on a really specific thing you need to develop, which then 
helps you go out and find the solution for it. Because mm-hmm. I think if you leave it really broad, it, it's it's so hard to narrow down and find anything. You know, communication skills, for example. Mm-hmm. What what kind of communication skills? What kind of communication skills are you actually looking to achieve? So, um, so that's one way is asking for feedback. Another way is, I suppose, looking at your job and what you do and what your objectives are and what you're working on because all of those things that you are actually doing day to day require a set of skills and require a set of development areas which some of them you may already have and some of them you may need to work on further so for example if your um some of your objectives are leading on some projects but you haven't done that in the past well that's a development area for you because it's a brand new skill that you need to learn and and there's lots of different ways that you can learn it and how can Bruntwood help with that? Like, what is is it like a thing where you would, could we come to the people team and you guys can give us advice? Is it things that you should be speaking to your manager about? Yeah, a bit of both. I think your manager's obviously your first port of call for anything kind of work-related and any support that you need. There's, um, there's loads of self-driven learning opportunities at Bruntwood already. So we've got Beehive, we've got Calidus, you've got that... We've got our mentoring scheme that you can sign up to. Um, we've got, um, you know, colleagues that you can ask for support and shadowing from and help. If you need something a bit more structured or you don't quite know where to start, then obviously your manager can give you some advice. And the people team as well, you know, we can point you in the right direction. We've got a Beehive page, which maps out all the different ways that you can learn at Bruntwood from individual development, qualifications, all the way through to team development and and peer-to-peer learning so we've got lots of different ways that we can support you with your learning so we've spoken a lot about like yeah personal development in work and why it's helpful for your career and things like that but what's the motivation like does it do anything for your personal life is it going to help you outside of work yeah I think so because because it give it's giving you that sense of purpose and that sense of development which kind of um naturally makes you feel a bit more engaged in your life generally mm-hmm. so I, I know we've all had maybe particularly during lockdown where you just feel a bit stagnant you feel like you're not getting out there and trying new things and doing new things and we know what that can do to our mood so I think having that curious kind of natural ability to to learn every day will also help you in your in your personal life as well I would say and what about vice versa what about like personal learning um like learning outside of work whether it's you know picking up a new hobby or anything like that like how does that then reflect into your working persona and how you act as a employee yeah I think it works definitely works both ways there's definitely a benefit in just learning anything for learning's sake because it's stimulating your mind and it's kind of you know keeping your mind going Mm. so I think that's partly one of the reasons why we introduced the learning loans because we know that people like to learn things completely separately to work you know people's lives aren't all just revolving around work and people have got things they like to do in their spare time and, and we want to try and acknowledge that that learning for learning's sake is also really beneficial so the learning loan, I suppose, was a recognition of that, that if you want to do Spanish classes, yes, that might not be directly translating into your everyday job, but, you know, it, it, it helps keep your, your your brain busy, it helps make you, it helps you feel kind of engaged and motivated, so, and there's, I'm sure, a time when those types of things will come in handy in the mm-hmm. business as well, so. 
Mm. When we move to Spain and we'll start buying Spain. properties in yeah. Spain, we'll, we'll need those language skills. Yes, for Brumma de Español. Or, tra- you know, translating things into Spanish for Spanish <clears throat> colleagues. Yeah. There's loads of benefits for things like that. Um, so at Bruntwood, um, when it comes to like learning and development as part of our roles, we talk quite a lot about a growth mindset. And I know that's something you're really passionate about. Could you tell us what that, what exactly is a growth mindset and how do we get into <clears throat> that frame of mind? <laughs> Big question. <laughs> so growth mindset is just simply the belief that your skills and talents can be developed so nobody's mm-hmm. born amazing at anything and with sort of hard work and continuous and purposeful practice anyone can kind of improve in any area so um some of the other features of having a growth mindset are you know being really open to feedback and, and open to change and learning from mistakes i think is a really big one that you know mistakes aren't just a negative thing mm-hmm. there's so much that we can take from them and yeah. and, and take forward um other elements of a growth mindset are being open to change and open to that kind of flexibility and agility and so that's something that obviously we really need as a business and that's why we're one of the reasons why we're trying to encourage it but I think overall um it just encourages that that mastery of of whatever practice it is that you want to get good at just you know keep at it and and use all of the tools and resources and people that you've got around you to get better at whatever it is you want to get better at because you can do it mm. I think the opposite of the growth mindset is the fixed mindset that's somebody that kind of um you know really sees skills and and talents as something quite fixed or something you're born with or mm. something that you know you hear you do hear it quite a lot and that's yeah. something that we've been trying to um, encourage people to do is notice kind of fixed mindset language and call it out when you hear it so things for example like oh that person's just really bad at that or we've tried that before it it never works it's all quite um you know it's quite fixed it closes it down Mm. it doesn't give anybody that opportunity to develop or grow or improve so um that's kind of the opposite of the growth mindset I love that oh sorry (laughs) no I was literally about to say the same thing It's, it's like a really nice positive way of looking at the learning experience and knowing that you know just because you're not necessarily good at something right now doesn't mean that you can't ever be good at that thing I'm definitely someone who gets stuck in a fixed mindset so yeah take that on board I am I've loved it hearing all of this stuff coming out because learning from mistakes I think 10 years ago if I made a mistake at work, I would be like, right, okay, I guess I've got to find a new job then. Like, I'd just be done because mm-hmm. I would hate it so much and I have grown up in that perfectionist mindset. Whereas I think now I'm very much like, okay, if something goes wrong, what do I do about it? how do I learn from it? And I think having that as a cultural piece of work is huge to know that you can mess up mm-hmm. and go, right, I'm really sorry, everybody. How do I move on? What do we do? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's such a, great thing about the culture yeah yeah and sort of instead of I think somebody with a growth mindset would you know see a see a mistake happen and not be jumping straight to well whose fault was that and and it's kind of taking away the blame I suppose it's depersonalizing the things that are going on and actually just looking at things a bit more openly and pragmatically and Mm -hmm. going right what were the reasons let's unpick that let's learn from that mistake let's not do that thing again um and it's just seeing it's just seeing everything as an opportunity for something better next time. And you know, we talk a lot about innovation and creativity. And I think having a growth mindset is absolutely key to those 
concept. You know, you can't innovate, you can't do things differently in a new way if you're just quite fixed on, um, you know, one particular perspective. And I think having a growth mindset really encourages that diversity of thought, which we've been talking about a lot mm. as a business as well. You know, different experiences, different perspectives, all coming together to create something brilliant. How does that growth mindset and those ways of thinking then translate into the way we go about planning a project or the thoughts that we have around innovating and the Mm. the plans that we have for our regions? How does it actually benefit the company? (laughs) Yeah, it's a good question. I think that um, it really just makes us stop and think before we do anything, but still allows us to work at pace and work quickly. So rather than, um, you know, pushing forward into projects, for example, in quite a reckless way, a growth mindset would help us to think about, right, what were the things we did last time? What did we learn? How can we put those things into practice to improve for this time? What are some of the opportunities? What are some of the possibilities? It really just kind of helps us to, yeah, like I said, kind of be more innovative in the way that we think and the way that we plan our work and the way that we we run our projects and the the learning from mistakes and it being okay to fail thing i suppose the the idea behind behind that part is you know everybody's human we we should have certain levels of trust between each other and and i suppose talking about the mistakes we've made is one really good way to build that trust and 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 vulnerability between your colleagues to be like you know i'm not perfect nobody's perfect comes back to the growth mindset we we can all get better at everything we do none of us have hit our absolute peak of anything even top athletes top you know really high performance businesses people there's always something there's always those little you know incremental gains that we can all do to get better um so I suppose that's how I would think that it's it's helping and will help the business I also think like strategically like if there's things that are going a little bit wrong or maybe you know much I don't know like we've put time into but hasn't kind of come off the way that we thought it would but maybe then from that there'll be a learn that we can move into a new project or we could even use that for a new project um it's like the foundation Mm, I guess it's just always being able to pivot as well isn't it and that's something that's probably really come out of covid because that was what we had to do and what we've done and why we've kind of continued to blossom (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely I think it just encourages that experimentation which sometimes that pays off sometimes it doesn't Mm. but the times that it does pay off you know it really does and and that's those are the things that drive us forward and you have to try a few different things before you find the one that works so I think the growth mindset is really key to all of that stuff so how can colleagues get involved in the growth mindset what can we be doing to practice this? So um, sign up to any of the workshops that we're putting on on here. Yeah. We put on a couple um, in January and February, but we'll be we'll be continuing those as well. They've had some really good feedback, and people have said that there's some really practical tips and tools that you can take away. Um, you know, do your own do your own reading. Like we started speaking at the very beginning, didn't we, about self directed yeah. learning and continuous learning? Just read up on these things, watch videos. Go to the Beehive, um, the L&D Beehive page, which we'll link yeah. as part of this podcast. There's resources and videos on there all about the growth mindset. But 
I'd say if you want to do one thing, just start with one thing, maybe the asking for feedback, because that's, you know, your first starting point of, you know, asking the people around you, what are the things that I could be doing better and Mm -hmm. take it from there because loads of great stuff will come out of that. Amazing. Thanks, buddy. I think that's been a wonderful and useful and inspiring um, (laughs) chat that we've just had. I feel like I want to go away and learn all the things. Yeah, and ask loads of feedback. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>